0: Welcome to the Next Level Trucking Podcast. I am your host, Justin Wood, and today we're going to discuss what you should do and how to come up with a name for your business. This is something that a lot of people freak out about because they've never named a business before. They don't understand marketing. They don't understand um, advertising and online advertising specifically and Trademarking And all that kind of stuff. Which we can go over some of those things um, in a later podcast if you guys have questions about them. Or you can just Google it. <laughs> but um, I'm going to tell you first that branding is much more important than the actual name of the business. For example, 50 years ago, nobody knew who McDonald's was. Nobody knew who Amazon was or Zappos or Google. All of these names are strange, new, foreign words. Okay, now McDonald's of course was a last name, but there was nothing about it. Like there was, it doesn't really tell you what the brand does. It doesn't really tell you what the company is about, right? So it's not a very, they're not very descriptive names, but now they're all household names. We all know exactly what they do, okay, for the most part. So what's more important, the name of the business or how or what you actually do to brand yourself in the marketplace. And I'll tell you, I'll give you the answer, it's a rhetorical question. Branding is much more important, but it does help to have a good name. Something that's memorable, something that is descriptive of what you actually do um, in the marketplace. So. We can go over some of that stuff, and I will be doing episodes in the future all about marketing, internet marketing, uh, putting yourself out there on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, etc. Because these are all important things in the 21st century and going forward, as uh, the marketplace changes. So we we can talk about marketing another day, but today let's. I will want to help you guys figure out. Okay, I need a name for my business. Uh, what should I do? Okay. Um, here's some basics that you can follow. You know, the name name needs to sound good when you speak it out loud. It needs to make sense, it needs to be easily spoken, okay? Because one of the easiest ways for people to talk about your company is word of mouth. Well, if they can't pronounce the name of your company, how are they going to do that? So, um, a lot of what your name is going to be wrapped around is marketing in itself and how people think uh, when they hear your name, okay? So you can actually use your personal name, like Bob's Trucking, okay, that's that's not a bad name, okay, um, and it's it's descriptive, it's it's yours, and it tells people what you do, okay. And the trucking industry is very unique with the names. You, I know you guys see all the names uh, out there as you drive down the road, or you even in your car, you see all these different trucking companies. Uh, you know, I'm not going to name any because I'm obviously not. I'm not trying to promote any of the companies I'm mentioning. But um, you know, you guys know what's out there. And most of these names, some of them don't even make any sense. As some of them are just three letters, okay, an acronym, and you don't even know what the acronym stands for unless you squint really hard to look at the truck or trailer to see what it says, right? So the name doesn't really matter. What you do with the business matters, but Um, It does help to have a good name when you are marketing yourself online and, um, you know, stuff like that, word of mouth. So I'm going to help you guys uh, figure out some things that you can do, a way to figure it out. Okay, so uh, the name needs to sound good. Okay, for example, the name of my company is Woody's Transcontinental Freight Lines. Yeah, that's a mouthful. I was an idiot when I named my company, but at the same time, it's kind of grown on me, it's kind of grown on people that know me and understand that it's also an acronym, as an acronym, it's WTF. It's kind of catchy and part of the logo of my company has WTF in the trailer. So it's kind of funny and yes it was intentional. Um, I sat down you know, during the process, I was like okay, um, I, had to sk- I had to get my LLC set up and this was before I got my truck. Uh, when I before I was started my lease, I they said I had to get an LLC, so I was like, okay, I need to name my company. What do I want to do? So I sat down with a piece of paper and I was like, well, I know I want it to be named Woody's because my nickname is Woody. Okay, so if you have a nickname, that's a good start. Um, you know, if you already have a nickname or an alias that you use online, something that you like, you can use that as the first part of the name of the company. So, um I came up with Woody's Transcontinental Freight Lines because it it is very descriptive. Transcontinental means coast to coast, nationwide, okay? Hauling and freight lines, obvious, right? We're hauling freight nationwide. That's what the name says. That's what the name of my company says, okay? And that's what I wanted it to be. Plus, uh, so I wrote down on a piece of paper, WTF, okay? I knew that's the acronym I wanted for my trucking company because in the trucking industry, and and even in the logistics industry, it's very common to have a three-letter acronym. I don't know why that is. It just is. And I knew that going into this, so I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll 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 take I'll play the game here. <laughs> so I came up with WTF because it's funny and nobody had taken it right. Nobody used that before. So I was like, you know what? I can I can take this. Nobody else has done it, a company with the acronym WTF as far as I knew. At the time, back in 2011, there's probably something else out there by now. But uh, in 2011, when I came up with the name of my company, there was nothing else. I did Google searches and all that. It's like, hey, nobody's taking this. And that's what I recommend you do. Okay. Once you uh, write down some possible names on a piece of paper, and I'm going to give you some more ideas here on, on on how you can think of a name. Okay. Number one, if you have a nickname or your actual, your just actual legal name, uh, you can use that as your company. Your, your business name. Okay. John's trucking or Lisa's trucking, etc. Okay. Or you got a funny nickname, you know, you can use that. So, um, that's a good start. Now, um, if you don't have a nickname, you don't have anything like that to start with. Um, here's some, another way you can, you can use a name that has meaning to it. Okay. Um, something that is descriptive of the business you're getting into. So, if you're going into transportation, you can have so and so's transportation. It doesn't have to be complicated. It just has to. It has to, you know, sound good and something that's Googleable, if that's even a word. Uh, something that you can search on Google. Okay, and. That's another tip I have for you guys is if you, when you're looking for a company name, you want to make sure that there aren't too many Google, resor, Google results for the name that you're deciding to pick because in the future, when you decide to build a website or brand yourself online, it's going to be much harder to rank when people use the search terms for your company, right? So uh, that gets into marketing, is search engine optimization, which is something completely off topic but it is kind of related to this your name is related to marketing and um, how you're going to present yourself on business cards billboards possibly i mean that's kind of going out that's old school stuff but online on your facebook page on your website uh instagram all that kind of stuff how is your company going to look online and if you have a really crappy name it might stand out and it might actually be um productive, but it's kind of risky to choose a name that's that's really... Uh, to choose a name that has any political affiliation to it or um, religious affiliations. Anything that's going to be confrontational is probably a bad idea uh, when it comes to business. You, you don't want your business to have any political or... Um, you know religious affiliations because these things change in the public space all the time people's opinions about different things change all the time and you don't want to put your business in a necessary uh, bind, unnecessary bind because you chose a bad name okay so um, just for example you wouldn't you wouldn't now I, I don't even want to give an example but <laughs> um, you know so you guys can, can figure that one out. It should be common sense that, okay, you don't use certain words for your business name because that's offensive, obviously. Um, unless you just wanna hurt your business, you know, then go right ahead, choose whatever name you want at the end of the day. But, um, you know, there's some things that I personally wouldn't do. So, um, avoid complicated words and spellings, okay? Keep it simple, as always. Okay, don't don't try to create new words. Don't try to um, use a really long, complicated word like I did, like transcontinental. It's ridiculous, uh, but you know, everybody's kind of getting used to it now, and that's because of the way that I put myself out there in the public. You know, you guys can see my logo everywhere on YouTube and stuff like that, and that's um, all part of marketing. You know, and it's obvious. I mean, that's that's intentional. I have to do that. You know, as a business owner, I have to make sure that my brand is being put out there somehow. Who else is going to do it except for me? Unless I pay somebody, which I don't want to pay anybody to do it if I can do it myself. Um, that's that's my idea with it. But, okay, avoid complicated words. Okay, avoid uh, weird spellings or trying to be trendy and create new words. Because people aren't going to know how to spell the name of your business. They're not going to be able to look you up. Okay, if people, if people can't... To figure out how to spell your name properly they're not gonna remember you Beca- or they're gonna or they're gonna have a hard time uh, spreading the name of your company word of mouth right because they can't pronounce it or they don't know exactly how to spell it properly without uh, looking searching looking it up. Or, uh, asking you every time hey man what's the name of your company again that shouldn't be something that has to happen if they see your company name once they should be able to remember it without having to you know ask you again hey what's your company again okay so keep it simple make sure you're not using anything too complicated uh, try to be a little bit interesting you know um, in 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 the trucking industry you can use just initials but you know uh, You can have an acronym like I do, WTF, but the the actual name of the business needs to be an actual name, needs to be actual words, in my opinion. I I wouldn't just choose an acronym. Uh, So uh, be specific uh, on what the business is about, okay? We're in the trucking industry, so um, there's quite a few names out there, okay? Here's a couple examples that may or may not be taken already, I don't know, okay? Uh, For example, One Day Trucking. Uh, Overnight Express, uh, Speedy Transport, okay, these are some names that just came off the top of my head. I don't know if they're actual companies or not, Um, you know, but just something like that, something that's very specific. Okay, we have on-time service, um, you know, because that's the most, one of the most important things in trucking is that you're on time, that you're safe, your drivers are happy, etc, etc. So whatever you want the story of the company to be, have something that reflects that in the name okay so you're like okay we're always gonna be on time or we're an overnight LTL company or we're an Express Hall service, a straight truck you know uh, expedited service so we've got they call the company overnight Express right that's what that that name would apply to a business that is an expedited okay if you're over the road for example and, and, and you know I'm not trying to plug my company but it just really is a good example um, over over the road, okay? Woody's Transcontinental Freight Lines. That's, ton- that's an over-the-road company. Coast to coast, we haul everywhere. Hell, I even go up to Alaska sometimes. So, um, they're really going across the, the whole continent, right? So, that's the idea uh, when you're naming your business. What is it? Because you already, we already figured out, you know, by now, you should have already figured out your business plan, your business model, what kind of freight you're going to haul, where you're going to haul it. If you have a regional operation, it could be, Texas Express, if you're from Texas or Tennessee trucking, or you know, you can you can go local. Even you can even go more local than that. There's like the name of a city, the name of a town, or the name of a city where you were born, uh, or your initials, your personal name plus the city you were born. You know, you can you can vary this up and just put all these things down on paper and kind of figure out, okay, a good idea of some names. It's not that hard. Okay, once you start. Doing the principles in your head of of how you can come up with a name for your business It's really not hard to come up with a name I've just came up with like four or five names just sitting here thinking about it. So um, Don't overcomplicate it. It's easy. You can come up with a name and then uh, You know make sure Once you once you have a list of names Make sure it's something that you can trademark. Okay, because we're talking about doing big business. Okay We're talking about going into business for real and trying to build something big. So, if you're going to build a big business, before you even choose a name, you want to you want to make sure that you can get the trademark for it, at least in the United States. You can you can get the trademark worldwide. It costs you a couple hundred bucks for each country uh, to get your trademark set up, but it's it's not that it's not that expensive. So, um, but make sure that you can trademark the name. So you can go to this website, not a sponsor, by the way. It's called Trademarkia.com T-R-A-D-E-M-A-R-K-I-A .com You can go to that website and you can type in the name that you're thinking of for your business and it'll come up with a list and let you know whether or not that name has already been trademarked. If it's already been trademarked, pick a different name. If it hasn't, it might be a possibility that you're gonna use that name, but make sure that you check to see that, uh, one, that business doesn't already exist, uh, there, there isn't a business that already exists with that name um, and that it's uh, in your state and that it's it's not trademarked. Um, you can also search the name in google to see how common it is if there's other companies or other people already using that name a lot it's going to be a lot harder to brand yourself because you have a lot of competition so you want to try to pick a name that doesn't have that nobody's using okay which is getting more and more difficult because new businesses are born every day it's it's much harder uh every day to come up with a unique name but um you know, just search Google, see how common the name is and see if it's uh, available. OK, uh, keep the name as short as possible. I know I didn't follow that rule. <laughs> I should have learned that a lot. I, I should have learned that a long time ago. But I, I I was just, you know, Woody's Transcontinental Freight Lines just seemed to fit for me with the WTF. I couldn't think of anything else to fit with WTF. So I just went with it. Uh, at, at, there's going to be a point where you're just like, OK, screw it. And you just land a finger on a page and pick one. Uh, you know, but key points make it memorable, something that's pronounceable, easy to spell. Don't use any hyphens. Um, you can use an acronym like I did, okay? Uh, you can mash up different things using your own name, using foreign words or mythology. Uh, like, you know, a lot of companies are based off of Greek mythology, okay? Uh, you know, there's one trucking company out there called Pegasus or Black Horse. You know, there's there's all kinds of different things you could go with this. If just you can pick something that you're passionate about. If you're some passionate about some genre of music, like you could pick a name based on something like that. So um, just get creative with it. Don't spend more than a few hours on this. Like if you're spending more than a few hours on picking a name for your business, you're taking too long. It doesn't. It's not that hard. Spend a couple hours on it. Pick a name and then go with it. Um, because ultimately the most important thing is how you actually run the business, how you brand yourself online, what your actual mission and core values are of the business and, and how you present yourself to to the marketplace. Okay, those are the things that are really more, much more important than picking a name but I, I needed to cover these things because I know there's a lot of you that are probably gonna struggle with this and it's it's an unnecessary struggle. Is something that should be pretty simple for you. Even if you're not a creative person, you should be able to pick a name. You can use your last name like I did, uh, which is also kind of my nickname. And that's, my last name is Wood, but you know everybody called me Woody when I used to work at the prison. So I was like, okay, I guess that's my nickname. So <laughs> everybody now calls me Woody. I mean, all my friends, anybody that really knows who I am, they call me Woody. Because that's just who I am. Okay? And that's part of branding too. So... Um... But that's the most important thing is don't worry too much about your name just if you can't think of something really cool in your mind then just pick something simple basic that covers what you actually do okay um, if you're gonna be a brokerage okay because there, there's different paths in the trucking industry if you're if you're gonna be in the transportation side you want something along the lines you know with a name that goes with trucking transportation. Um, you know, freight lines, etc. you know, something like that, um, you know, based on actual transportation. Now, if you're gonna be on the logistics side, you can choose any name you want and put logistics behind it, okay? So you could put Bobby's Logistics, or Tennessee Logistics, or Texas Logistics, or, you know, go local, like Dallas Logistics. Like, you can name the company whatever you want, as long as the name isn't taken already. So, um, if you're gonna be a broker, though, you know, you'd probably want to have that logistics in your name, you know. Uh, for example, our customer that we pull for is Prime Logistics, okay? They do logistics. They handle the freight. They handle the contracts. They handle the customers. They handle getting the loads, and we haul them. That's why our company is called Transportation. Okay, so our RST, Riverside Transportation. We do the transporting, they do the logistics. It's two different things. So don't get that confused unless you plan on actually going into the logistics side yourself later on with your business, which you can do. You can become a broker, right? But if unless you actually plan on getting into the logistics side in the future, it's probably not a good idea to have logistics in the name of your trucking company. Just my opinion. Um, But uh, you can use foreign words uh, or mythology, you know, uh, like I said before, make it descriptive, describing what it is your company's actually going to be doing in the marketplace. And if all else fails, <laughs> okay, if, if you still can't pick a name, open up a dictionary, close your eyes, flip through the pages and just randomly point at a word, and then just roll with it. If you can't, If you absolutely can't figure out a name, just pick up a dictionary and just randomly pick a word. There have been a lot of companies that have been created that way. So, um, anyways, I hope this has been helpful information to you guys. Uh, feel free to share this podcast out. And um, this is a really simple topic today, but it's something that I, I feel that needed be needed to be discussed. Uh, and I hope it is helpful to you. Um, all I ask is that you guys share and subscribe to this podcast. You can also leave a review on iTunes. uh, Stitcher and I'd appreciate your reviews. I've got questions coming in now. Um, I did have one question today that I'm going to add into the show and um, I'm going to play that and then I will answer the question. Yeah, Justin, uh, my question is, do you feel that it would be in the best interest of someone starting off with their business to start as a lease operator and build capital and build revenue to start to legitimize the business as far as getting the EIN and the LLC and the different uh, licenses and stuff that you need um, and then switch over to lease purchase and actually buy the truck or is it better to just start from the ground up and go ahead and buy it and continue on from there that's a good question and yes I do think it is in the best interest of someone who hasn't started their business yet um, either stay as a company driver and build the cash and start you know getting the process done of getting the business uh, documents filed and all that kind of stuff or like you said start a regular lease um, like I did and start to save up that money, start to learn about the business, because on a lease, you're gonna start seeing, okay, what these loads actually pay, you're gonna start seeing what um, what lanes pay more, what lanes pay less, you know, uh, what to expect as far as expenses goes because you're gonna see these expenses coming off your settlements and stuff like that, because most companies that start, uh, that do lease programs, they'll show you all of your deductions, your fuel, your tolls, your truck payments, uh, insurance, if you have any plate payments, you know all that stuff, uh, maintenance is going to come off of your settlement and you'll start to get a better idea of what these expenses really mean to the bottom line of the business. and I will be doing an episode on expenses here in the near future. Um, but ultimately you don't want to jump straight into a lease purchase from becoming from being a company driver unless you have the capital, To put a down payment on a truck. Most lease purchase programs do have a down payment. Okay. Um, When I did my lease purchase at Prime, I had to put down $9,000 to start the purchase process of the truck. Okay. It's a down payment. It's just like buying any other truck. Uh, Whether you do a lease purchase, you go to a dealership, or otherwise, you're going to have a down payment. Unless it's a really predatory lease purchase that's gonna take forever to complete, you're gonna have a down payment, and I suggest going with the ones that do have a down payment because they're more than likely going to be a better deal. Now, in the future here, I would also like to go over uh, how to read a lease agreement and a lease purchase agreement to make sure you're not getting screwed over because these are important things. There are some predatory leasing companies out there and I wanna make sure you guys aren't getting into those because there are some bad ones out there. There's some good ones out there and there's some bad ones out there, but main principle here is don't buy a truck, period, unless you have the money for the down payment. Okay, obviously you're not gonna be able to if you don't have the money for the down payment, but if you have just barely enough for the down payment on the truck, it's probably not a good idea unless the company that you're buying the truck from is going to set up an escrow account, um, take money from the settlement each week for maintenance fund, et cetera, et cetera, it's not a good idea to just go buy a truck if all you have is six or seven grand, okay? Um, now, because when I bought my truck, the first one, okay, I had $9,000 to put down, okay? I got an $11,000 check from Prime when I completed the lease. So I took the 11000 and i used 9000 of it as a down payment on the truck okay i never had to come out of pocket for my first truck it just the truck paid for itself 100% just the way i did it now you may or may not be able to do that with whatever program you go into but and that's fine just make sure you have at least an extra $5000 saved up Uh, to cover your personal expenses while you're starting the lease purchase. Because God forbid something happens and you can't make money for a few weeks after you start the lease purchase and now you gotta turn the truck back in because you can't pay your bills, you gotta go back to running the company truck. You don't wanna work this hard just to go buy your truck to lose it in the first couple months. So, proper planning is important. Make sure that you have enough money saved up to cover your personal expenses for a couple months before you jump into it, plus the down payment on the truck. Okay, because if you're getting into a lease purchase program, more than likely they're going to have an escrow or maintenance account set up for you that's going to take money off of the settlement every week to make sure that you're stacking up money to do repairs, maintenance, et cetera, et cetera. So, I hope that information is helpful to you, man. Um, I appreciate the question as always. If you guys want to send in your question, you can download the Anchor app. You can find me at anchor.fm forward slash next level trucking. If you sign up for Anchor for free, by the way, you can send in a voice message to the show and be part of the show. With that being said, I appreciate you guys listening today. Have a great day out there. Stay safe and try not to die.